Broadcasting live worldwide. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan. On Hot Mix VA. Essex continues to roll through. Rappahannock and Westmoreland battled it out. Hey, we've got a battle of the Northern Neck District coming your way, and it's been historic this past Friday night. Get your popcorn ready. Will Lewis, Coach Thomas Roan, we have Rappahannock Raiders in the house. We're going to talk with them. Get your popcorn ready. Sit back, relax. Put us on your big screen because you're locked in to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live on Hot Mix VA. May grace and peace be in your abundance. 31 years of childhood cancer survivorship. I tell that story each and every Sunday on a Survivor's Faith Live, a pregame before your Sunday sermon. Get you motivated before your Sunday sermon. Join us live on Station Head each and every Sunday at 7 a.m. for a Survivor's Faith Live. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. We welcome you back into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA in the Hot Mix VA studios. Here in Tappahannock, Virginia, welcome in. We have Rappahannock Raiders in the house. We have Zay, JK, Kalik, and CJ. Guys, welcome in. And yeah, the battle from last week was historic, so congratulations on the win. And Coach, what do you think about these four fine young gentlemen right here battling out for the win last week? Uh, well, I've known each one of them for, you know, a little while or whatever like that since literally football, all four, all four of them great young gentlemen. Um, all of them been together for a while, you know, so it wasn't a surprise to me last week to see y'all come back and, you know, overtake Westmoreland for the win. So we just want to bring y'all here today and, you know, ask y'all a couple questions on the five-week winning streak, you know, and um, see what y'all predictions is for the rest of y'all season going into the playoffs and everything like that. Y'all good with that? Yes, sir. All right, we're going to get with question number one. And once I ask a question, you guys can go around the room. I'll get to question number two and then question number three. So the first question, obviously, everybody wants to know your name and position on the field. I'm Javante Fauntleroy, a.k.a. JK. I'm a safety and a slot season. I'm Colin Fauntleroy, and I play cornerback. Xavier Bell, I play running back. CJ Kelly, I play wide receiver and cornerback. All right, so guys, if you studied an NFL player closely, which one is it and why? 
I study Debo because I, I constantly switch from running back to receiver to quarterback. So at Wildcat formation, I could beat up anywhere. I feel like I studied Jamal Chase a lot, man, because after you feel me, he just so agile, you feel me? He just an athlete, you know? And I feel like that's what I am. I studied Jalen Ramsey because I like the way he carried himself in the game and how he just plays overall. On offense, I studied Justin Jefferson because he's really a role model to me on my offense. And on defense, I studied Denzel Ward as a cornerback. I really like to stop. Okay. And one more question for you guys, and Coach is going to have a few questions for you. What would be your ideal college football spot? Safety. Strong safety. Corner. Running back. Corner. All right. Great questions. First game, well, the first time y'all faced Westside. Um, tough battle. You know, a few of y'all was missing, you know, and um, y'all lost that game 14 to 7. What what do y'all think was the biggest reason y'all lost that game? Offense. Offense. We really moving the ball around. But now since we got all our players, we can really do it way better. Okay. What what do y'all think your strong strong point is on offense and everything like that? What's, what's the thing that y'all do the best on offense that's, that's going to prepare y'all past the next couple of weeks of play and everything? Our run game, we established our run game better. Uh, I don't really see anybody actually stopping us. I feel, I feel like it's our passing game. If our quarterback get enough time to throw the ball off, we're going to have a successful season. Okay, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good deal, man. Um, what was the biggest reason y'all being able to overtake Westside this week? Because, I mean, from the stats and everything, it was a back-and-forth game, man. I mean, and it looked like y'all pulled a... From y'all scoring that one extra touchdown in the third quarter, looked like that pulled y'all ahead of Westside and everything like that. And it's, it's like your defense, it was just a back and forth game, you know, 24 to 22. That wasn't an easy win, but y'all came out on top, you know. So what 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 do y'all think helped y'all get that advantage this this past week? Our defense. Our defense was on edge. We was missing a couple starters. But yeah, man, our defense was very on edge. Yeah, I think it was our defense. We had a couple of stops, a couple of great stops. Yeah, just on defense. Okay, okay. Uh, it was our offense. We uh, we came up big for our offense, but defense was that. Like, it was a hard defense game. So yeah, it was that. Defense wins games, and I mean, like I said, I've known y'all for a while from little league, um, all the way up to now. Um, y'all got a who do y'all face this week? Northumberland. Northumberland, another oh. big game. I mean, right now. It looks like if Max Preps tells that y'all are at the number two spot yes, and Northside North is at the number three. So, I mean, they got Cameron, Cameron Selden over there. Now, a lot of y'all know him from youth and everything like that. Y'all done played with him. Very fast player, you know. And he got a lot of other boys over there, too, that y'all have played with in Little League. So, what do y'all think y'all need to do to be able to contain Cameron, um, get pressure on the young QB Tyreek Lundy and um, you know and Antoine Mills and what what do y'all think y'all have to do to be able to overtake them? I feel like we're gonna have to keep containing the outside. You know our line. I feel like our line, defensive line, is very good. Kudobat's gonna struggle with our defensive line, but yeah, I feel like I contain the outside. They, they're a fast team. You know, so. okay, what do y'all think y'all have to um, 
to um, do far as offense on y'all to be able to not make mistakes against them because at the end of the day, it's going to be another tough battle. You know, I'm going to pick this as the you know game of the week because both both teams match up real good to me. So I mean, what what other things do y'all think y'all have to do on y'all end to make sure y'all don't fall victim to you know Northside? Uh, this move of me as going back and looking at the film is uh, I have has done way better. So me told the Rock I have to find a hole and hit it way harder than what I know to be doing. Okay. So yeah, open that up. We straight. Okay, that's a good deal. Um. Yeah, congratulations by the way on the win last week. Now going forward into the season, you had the playoffs coming up. How do you guys feel about going into the playoffs after the next couple of weeks? knowing that you have the Northern Neck District coming up and then possibly the regionals. I feel like we got to stay on edge. You know, we got Northside and Essex coming up, so I don't want our confidence or anything. We got to stay confident. And I feel like playoffs is going to be a whole different team, whole different mindset, more discipline. Yeah, everything is ready to be on edge. Oh, this starts in practice for us. Uh, we ain't staying on edge of practice, then I'm going to come to the game effective. So we start off in practice staying good, and the game, we should explode. Okay, okay. Well, like I said, y'all got two hard weeks, man. You know, Northside this week, Essex next week. And I mean, I've been rooting for y'all, even though I'm not from Rappahannock. But you know, I've I known a lot of y'all and I know how a lot of y'all play, man. So, so <laughs> hello, Moto. I'm rooting for y'all, you know what I'm saying? Essex next week is going to be another big one, you know. Do I think y'all can do it? I don't know. I'm going to save my pick on next week. <laughs> but, I mean, y'all just, y'all keep on rolling, man. Five weeks winning winning streak, man. Y'all started off 0-3, had a hard time starting off. But the last five weeks, man, y'all been rolling, man. And I like what I'm seeing out of y'all. Just stay together. Keep grinding that practice. I mean, one thing about it, you can't, go, can't be soft in practice. Go hard in practice. You're going to be able to go hard on, on Friday or Thursday now since they got this referee shortage and all this stuff. So, um... Will, you got anything else? No, but Zay, JK, Khalik, and CJ, thank you so much for joining us tonight here on Northern Next Sports Talk Live, and good luck next week facing Northumberland. When we come back, your scores from last week and highlights, you're locked in to Northern Next Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. When you think about health and weight and just feeling better, it can make your head spin with all the options and thousands of books and thousands of companies. For many years, I've had one product that have stood out, the Herbalife products from Herbalife Nutrition. And as a 31-year childhood cancer survivor, I have to look for what will be the best to keep up with my health, to keep to keep me healthy, to just to feel good. And that's all I'm looking for is just to feel better. Don't ever focus on the weight. The weight will come off. It's all about starting to feel better. So if you want to check them out and check all these different kinds of flavors that they've got out, my favorite's cookies and cream, by the way, but call up your local Herbalife Independent Distributors, 804-761-7947, and just text, hey, I want to feel better. Coming this fall, Northern Neck Sports Network and Hot Mix Virginia coming together to bring you Northern Neck Sports Talk Live 
with 22-year radio broadcaster and sports analyst Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan. Be sure to check out Hot Mix Virginia's Facebook page for times and dates. An all-new Northern Neck Sports experience. Northern Neck Sports Talk Live exclusively on Hot Mix Virginia this fall. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. We welcome you back into Northern X Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. We just had some Rappahannock Raiders in the house with us, talking with them. And yeah, a big game from last week. Rappahannock over Westmoreland, 24-22 of what some said was one of the best games of a historic proportion in the Northern Neck. 3-0 right now is Rappahannock in the district, 5-3 overall. Westmoreland drops to two and two in the district, three and five overall, Coach. Yes, sir. Um, like you said, it was a re- re- real tough game last week, twenty-four to twenty-two. Um, both sides had a good running attack. Um, you know, you had J.K. Fontenot that did a good job, the quarterback. Everybody that was playing on both sides did a good job. It just came down to one play, and I think that play was made in the third quarter because Rappahannock was the only one that scored in the third quarter, seven points. And um, they also just played well on both sides of the ball to come away with the um, with the game. As we look at the stats, you know, Westside made 14 first downs. Um, the, uh, Rappahannock had 12 first downs. Uh, rushing Westside was 27 for 174 yards, and Rappahannock was 33 of 116 mm. yards on the ground. So if you look at it, Westside, you know, had more rushing yards, so they did, really did good in that area. Seven to nineteen on completions, nine for fifteen on completions for Rappahannock. You know, um, again, the young boy Jordan Saunders over there. He rushed for one hundred and thirty-seven yards and had two touchdowns off of that. He passed for one hundred and thirty yards and added one more touchdown. You know, so I mean, like I said, it was a back and forth game. You know, which we already knew it was going to be. You know. The first game, it was 14-7 Westside, but somehow, you know, Rappahannock came back on this one, scored 24-22 to take the win. And from what we understand, Torrey Smith was actually watching the game, and he tweeted on Jordan Saunders' tweet saying, good job, keep it moving, and that's a very good thing to see when you have a NFL Super Bowl champion watching your district. I mean, well, Tor is from this area, you know, so I'm pretty sure he's um, intact with a lot of the players around, you know, in this right. area because I'm pretty sure he's, you know, family and stuff like that. So I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to be watching, you know, especially for the boys over West Side, you know, because like I said, it's family over that side. So that, that was really exciting to see that him watching the hometown and telling the young soldier to keep on playing hard and everything like that. So we... We hope Toy can make some appearances down here later on with some yes, indeed. champs and, you know, other stuff like that that the area could use, you know. All right, let's get to Essex and Lancaster. Essex, once again, rolling 8-0, 68-18 over Lancaster. I mean, depth. You know, Essex is deep. 
they're, they're a real deep team on the offense and on the defensive side. You figure we got 12 seniors. Right. And all 12 seniors start, you know, at, at some capacity, whether it's on the offensive side or on the defensive side. And, I mean, all 12 of them get down. So if you if you don't got players on your team that's gonna get down and want to put their hand in the dirt and just play Ironman football with them, you're gonna have a hard road to go. You figure Doran Harris and Cam Robson both scored three touchdowns apiece, and this was before the before halftime. You know, so I mean, if you got two players out there that's putting up numbers like that right off the break, it's gonna be real hard. Then you turn around with the defense, the way they're playing, they're playing lights out, but. The secondary was slacking this week. You know, um, Lancaster, for them to be one and seven, they put up 200 and something yards in the air. Mm. So I'm pretty sure the coaches weren't happy about that when they got back and looked at film and looked at stats and everything. Now, let's talk about the Essex JV team. I know some of those players did play in that game. Yes. How well did they do in that game when they did come in? It's, it's, Essex JV right now has only lost one game this season. You know, and I think they played, I'm not sure how many games they played. I think six or six games so far, but they only lost one. So they get a lot of time to come in during the second half and, you know, play on the varsity. I mean, when they come in, they they participate just like it, just like they was on the varsity squad. You would never know the difference unless you was from over here and know that person yeah. plays on JV. Other than that, you would think they were all regular varsity players. You know that some of them are big. Just like the varsity players, only thing is they're just younger in age, but they got that same purple pride running through them. Right. Just like everybody else. So when they come in, it's, it's no difference. They're gonna they're gonna go hard at you, and they're gonna give it all they got to try to score a touchdown too. Because I mean, for a JV player to come in and score on a varsity offense against a, a first string varsity defense, oh, that that got that gotta feel good. And for the last couple of weeks, you know, the JV boys has been coming in and scoring. Just like the Boston big boys, so I mean, it's it's gonna be a long road for everybody. They face um, Westside this week, so I think that's gonna be a, a redemption game from last right. year's game. Now let's move on to Northumberland and Colonial Beach. Colonial Beach still has not gotten a win this year. Mm-hmm. Northumberland forty-five, Colonial Beach six. That's win number thirty-seven for Coach Aaron Lewis. Uh, Northside, Northside, fast team, fast team. Um, Tyreek Lundy, he was two for four on that game for 135 yards, two touchdowns. So those those two passes that was caught must have been some big plays. Um, you got Caleb Williams, he caught a pass for one pass for 70 yards. Cameron Selden had a catch, one catch for 65 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Russian Antoine Mills did most of the rushing. Um, he had six attempts for 102 yards, two touchdowns. Cameron Selden came in with four attempts with 41 yards and a touchdown. Markel Cockrell came on in with three attempts with 74 yards and a touchdown. And I mean, he's he's a sophomore, junior. I'm not right. I'm not think he's a junior. So that that's going to be good for him leading into next year and everything like that. As far as the defense side, MJ Laws that we talked about last week, he caught another interception, a ball hog. So I mean. Seemed to me Colonial Beach couldn't get nothing going. Um, they scored and everything, but I mean, you figured six points. Uh-huh. That, that's not nothing to be able to, you know, hang your hat on. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, Colonial Beach they got a game this week coming up against Lancaster. Lancaster is one and seven right now. Colonial Beach is one and eight. You know, two a five and a six seed. You know, so anything can Could happen. Could they get in that a win game. this week? 
they could get a win, but you know, I, I watched Lancaster last week score on Essex first team defense. That that hasn't happened really all season. Not not just off of plays. Maybe a fluke play might get through and in, in their score, but not off of uh developed playmaking. So Colonial Beach got to come with their A game this week, I believe, to even get past Langster, you know, because Langster does have a, you know, a passing attack. They got some boys on that team that'll get down and, and do what they got to do on the football field. So only time will tell, you know. All right, let's get into the Tidewater District real quickly. King and Queen over West Point this past Monday night, 30 to nothing. King William over Mechanicsville, 34-13. And some other scores that we are interested in right now is Riverheads over Fort Defiance, 49-14. King George continuing to roll, 23-13 over Eastview. Buffalo Gap over Stanton, 22-17. Sussex Central over Franklin, 32-0. And real quickly, before we take a break, a big congratulations to the Rappahannock Raiders cheerleading squad. First place in the 1A East State Qualifier, the State Cheerleading Championship, November 5th, and they will be there at the single Siegel Center at VCU. When we come back, we will preview this week, this Friday night, we have Thursday night football as well. You're locked in to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. Welcome back into Northern Exports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. Will Lewis along with Coach Thomas Roan. What a night so far. Now let's get to this Friday's previews of the Northern Neck District. Still in the district play. But first, we do have Thursday night football going on later tonight. Essex at Westmoreland, Coach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Last year, Essex and Westmoreland played. You know, Essex was on a roll last year. Um, Westside came to our home field on senior night. And the reason why I can remember this so good, because it was my son's senior night. <laughs> you know, and um, they came in and put us in our place last year. They beat us last year 26-0. to they, they was right rough last year. I mean, they had senior Brandon Washington as a wide receiver. Anytime the quarterback threw the ball up to him, he was just jumping over our cornerbacks and just snatching the ball out of the air. Our defensive, their defensive line gave, gave our offensive line all types of fits, you know, and our defensive line couldn't penetrate their offensive line for something. It was just like our boys was out of sync the whole game. And, I mean, they came in and did their job, man, and um, beat us 26-0. This year is a whole new ball game, you know, a whole new season, whole new different group of players. You know, you done had seniors that done graduated, and you done got seniors that then rose up the ranks, you know. And unfortunately for Essex, they have 12 seniors that's looking for redemption. And I mean, when I when I mean redemption, I mean them boys is talking about going over there and just 
wiping, breaking the scoreboard, you know. So I, I feel like it's going to be a real good game that will Essence go over and just run the scoreboard up. You, you never know, you know, because at the end of the day, Jordan Saunders is over there. He has a um, right. a teammate. Uh, I forgot his name right off, but him and um, the other team, they're, they're a real good duo, you know. So Jordan Saunders, I know he's going to give it his all, and I know the teammates is going to give it their all, you know. So anything could happen. So that, I, I figure that's going to be a real good game. You know, score-wise, I really don't know right offhand, but I, I think us has got a good shot at redeeming themselves this year. And could this be one of these games, these Northern Neck District games that we talked about mm-hmm. a couple weeks back, where this could be somewhat a game where it oddly goes into overtime, where we see fumbles that we rarely see from neither team. And Essex is dominant. Mm-hmm. However, we have certain district games, when we get into this spooky season of the district play, mm-hmm. things happen, like we said a couple weeks back. So do you see that possibly happen in this game? Um, no. <laughs> I, I don't see that happening. But anything can happen. You know, I mean, if if, if a player just isn't feeling right, you know, any, anything can happen. If, if we get big-headed on over this end, you know, Westside might come in like they did last year. And you know, beat us on that senior day, you know, which, which, but it's kind of hard to say that because Essex has been so dom- dominant all season. They put up sixty some points at before halftime last week. What other team? That's have, impressive. You, you know, Very what, impressive. What other team have you known in this area to put up 60, 62 points before halftime? Two players just by themselves scored three touchdowns apiece before halftime. That's that's. That's nothing that you really see like like that every every Thursday no, or Friday, you, do not. you know. So I'm if if your defense isn't straight dogs, then I don't see you coming out on top of them like that. So it, it's gonna be a real good game to see, you know. Like I say, anything can happen. It's their singing night, so those boys might come out there extra hard and don't want to get embarrassed on that singing night. So you know, anything can happen. All right, let's move on before we get to our. Game of the week. Let's mm-hmm. move on to, we were just talking about this, Lancaster at Colonial Beach. Uh, Lancaster, like I said, I seen them last week. Even though they didn't win, they showed, some of the players showed the heart. You know, the quarterback they got over there is legit. You know, as far as, you know, him getting out there, seeing, seeing downfield, seeing the receivers that he want to go through and throwing good, sharp passes to them, He's a legit quarterback, man, and, and he got speed to get out of the backfield and get down the field to make run plays or whatever like that. Um, Langston's defense, they, you know, they played us to the best of their ability. So when you figure Colonia Beach, they didn't, they, they wasn't real good with us on that defensive side, everything like that. But their offense was generating yards or whatever. It wasn't a lot of positive yards, but they were generating positive yards. So with this game, Anything can happen. You know, it's, it's a 1-17 versus a 0-18. Colonial Beach got a shot to get their, you know, get a win for the season. You know, will they? We'll never know until this coming Friday. But, like, again, you know, their defense got to play 11 hats to the ball. They got to get to the ball. They got to get the quarterback on the ground. And they got to beat the offensive lineman. If they can do that, then I, I think Colonial Beach has a chance to come away with a win. Now let's get to our game of the week, and we were just talking about and talking to the Rappahannock Raiders. Yes, sir. Four of those 
uh, Raiders, they are confident, they are ready to go, and they feel that they could possibly compete with Essex in the Northern Neck District Tournament. Northumberland at Rappahannock, game of the week, battle for the second place in the district. Uh, well, you know, Max Prep got Rappahannock at number two. Uh, I think they got Northside at number three. It's going to it's gonna be a real good game. These two teams match up real good, just like Westmoreland and Northside. You know, it's not one breakaway player. You know, it's, it's a bunch of kids that know how to play the game of football. They play together. And, I mean, you know, you're going to have a lot of hard hits on both sides. I, I predict this game to be a real close one, just like the Rappahannock and Westside game. You know, um, Rappahannock, they can... If they can hold Cameron Seldon in the box and don't let him get all buck wild and loose and get his speed up on him, I think they got a good shot. But again, it's a lot of speed over there at Northside. Not just Cameron, but you know Antoine Mills and a lot of the other boys and everything like that. And as far as Northside's defense, man, they, they defense has stepped up the last couple of weeks. I mean, MJ Law's over there. He didn't got three or four touchdowns in two weeks. You know, and along with other players that's over that side. So. It's going to be a real physical, tough game. A lot of those players on both sides have played Little League football together so they know each other. You know, some of them, just like every other team around here in the Northern Neck, it's family. You know, you got family in different counties. So with Northside and Rappahannock, it's the same thing. It's a lot of family on both sides of the ball. So it's, even though they're family, I'm pretty sure they're, they're going to throw that out the wayside and be like, look, this is my football team. This is your football team. We're trying to beat you. So I, I think that game is going to be a real good game. I, I think that's going to be a real good game to see, too, in person. You know, it's going to it's gonna see who's going to be the number two for the district, you know. Yeah, indeed. And the Tidewater District, real quick, West Point at King William, King and Queen at Middlesex. Two of those is going to be pretty good games as yes. well coming this Friday. Yes, sir. Um, King Queen been on a road. They got a forfeit last week, and they just beat West Point. Monday, 30-0. So, West Point has a, 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 a uphill battle to go into King William. Yes, to exactly. To beat a Division two, two-way team. So, to come off a loss from King Queen, then turn around and got to face King William, that's a that's a big hill to climb right there. So, you know, I think um, West Point, it's, it's a prime game leading up to the playoffs with them facing King William. So even if they lose or or if they somehow was to pull away with, with that game, it'll be good for them going into the playoffs and everything like that. And when we come back, some unknown history here in the Northern Neck about sports. We got that next. You're locked into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. new network and all new opportunity advertise your local business on the northern next sports network and get your name out on anywhere this podcast is available starting at 10 bucks a month are you ready for the next step in your advertisement text advertise with northern neck sports network to 804-761-7947 to get started Broadcasting live worldwide.
Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. We welcome you back into Northern X Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you may be tuning in to, whether if it's on the podcast channel, whether if it's on Hot Mix VA or on the YouTube channel. Welcome in, Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Rome. Northern X Sports is rich in great sports championships from over the past years and throughout the course of Northern X history. If you were to take a look, Back at the pet at this past spring, over eight Northern Neck district teams were in state competition. There's no doubt the Northern Neck is now a very tough district to play. We all know about the baseball teams, the basketball teams, the soccer teams, and their Northern Neck history. But what about the unknown history of Northern Neck sports? A history that some would say could have been recorded in the school's record books. In the spring of 1996, on an emerging team, awaited for their turn to put some smiles on Northern Exports fans' faces. It was no doubt that not a whole lot of people knew about this team. By the spring of 1997, an inline hockey team rose out of the shadows that would make up the future varsity soccer players of what was then Washington and Lee. The Westmoreland Eagle Avalanche inline hockey team was formed, and the question remained, was there enough to form teams at least to make a Northern Neck District inline hockey league? Four teams that represented their respective counties and schools formed and we had ourselves our first ever Northern Neck District inline hockey league. Westmoreland, Rappahannock, Essex, and Northumberland were all represented. Westmoreland would go undefeated in a win for the championship twice, a historic overtime game that that brought down the house, so to speak, and was when Westmoreland team captain scores a go-ahead goal in a shootout And then one of the biggest showdowns between a Rappahannock forward and a Westmoreland goalie in which Westmoreland stops a 91-mile-per-hour slap shot and wins the championship. No Virginia High School League credit. Not enough teams was around the state. However, they did not care. It was in the Northern Neck District. No credit was needed. The Westmoreland Eagle Avalanche would be the team to beat around the state level. In the early 90s, the Northern Neck also had a figure skating team that made up of every single school in the Northern Neck, represented every single school in the Northern Neck. Some athletes would win regionals, and a couple of these athletes went on to win the bronze medal. And we talk about that, and let's move on to 1983. Let's take a back take you back to 1983. The first ever college basketball team was formed here in the Northern Neck. The RCC Goals basketball team. 
men's and women's, and in their first inaugural season, it was a winning basketball season for the men's and women's. And the last time we saw an RCC basketball team was with Coach Fisher and Coach Rodney Sidney back in 2013. So, Coach Rome, we would think that there could be more stuff out there to unravel Northern Neck Sports history if we've seen this. Yeah. Um, well, I, I know I don't. I, I, this is the first time I've heard about what you was just talking about, you know. So, but I, I have been to, you know, sports stores, like the sports store that used to be in Lancaster. And I used to go in there to get, you know, equipment for football and stuff like that and everything. You can look up on the walls and they would have plaques of different athletes from around the whole Northern Neck, not just from Lancaster, but from Essex, Warsaw, you know, Colonia Beach, everywhere, you know, and they would have them surrounding the walls and everything like that. So it is a whole lot of history in this area if you was to dig deep and find, you know, so I'm pretty amazed at what you was just talking about, you know, so that's good to know for this area. And we'll probably dig a little bit deeper uh, going into the next couple of weeks because there's a lot of history apparently here in the Northern Neck that folks just do not know. And that's why we call it the unknown history of Northern Neck sports. All right, let's get to youth sports, Coach. And that Rappahannock Storm youth football team still undefeated, 14-7. They won last weekend. Uh, yes, sir. Um, Rappahannock Storm, they, they did it, man. They made it to the conference championship for Central Virginia AYF, uh, 14-7 over the Gloucester Bulldogs, I think their name is. Don't don't quote me to that, but I know the team is out of Gloucester that they played. You know, they beat them one time in the season, and they turned around and beat them again. Um, this week, this Sunday at 10.30, I believe, at Verona High School in Richmond, they take on the RVA United. Um, RVA United, they played our Essex Trojans 12U last week, and they beat them to be able to advance to the Central Virginia AYL championship round. So those two teams, you know, our Rappahannock Storm 12U youth football team, they will play the RVA United 12U youth football team this Sunday, Verona High School in Richmond at 1030. Um, if you're not doing anything, go check the little young boys out, you know, um, Real good group of kids, good coaches over there, and we definitely would like to see them bring that trophy back to the Northern Neck for the Central Virginia AYF. Now, if they was to advance past that round, the next round that they would go to is the state championship for Virginia, which would basically all of the teams, all of the youth teams in Virginia that have won at their conference division, they will meet up at a select spot in Virginia play that whole weekend and see who comes out on top. You know, um, once you get to that level, it's really big boy ball, you know, so they they have to really, you know, focus at practice and bring the A game on Sunday. You know, if they bring the A game this Sunday, they can go away to conference champions and advance on to the state championship. And certainly congratulations to the Rap Panic Storm football team. Let's get to Essex real quick. And from what we understand, Essex youth football did lose over the weekend, but still, congratulations to them as well. Uh, yes, sir. Um, Essex Youth Trojans football, that's, you know, that's my youth association. You know, I've, you know, coached with them since 2002, you know, so I was 20 years old when I first started coaching, you know, so my loyalty is to that program, always will be. So, you know, like I said, over the last couple of years, we've had a 
couple rough seasons, but it was good to see that team bounce back this year from going on seven last year and coming back this year and going four and four, 500. They won four games, lost four games, made it to the playoffs. They didn't, you know, beat RBA United, but those boys went out there and gave it their all. The coaches, you know, the players, the parents, we showed our support to them. They didn't get it this year, but I'm pretty sure those kids, the ones that aren't advancing off the JV, because we got quite many that's advancing off the JV, but the ones that are coming back, I'm pretty sure they'll be back in action next year, trying to go for it again next year. The ones that's on tenure, they'll rise up and they got to try to replace the ones that left, you know. So, you know, regardless if y'all lost this week, don't hang your head. Keep your head up. It's off season, you know, and you know what that means. That means training. You know, the best the best way to prepare for the next season is to train during the off season. Can't sit at home twiddling your fingers on, on, on your games and everything like that. Get out there, train, run, and do what you got to do to be a better player for next season. All right, when we come back, I'll wrap up a little bit of college and what to expect this Friday and Thursday night and our little bit of preview for next week. You're locked into New Next Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA. Coming this fall, Northern Neck Sports Network and Hot Mix Virginia coming together to bring you Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with 22-year radio broadcaster and sports analyst Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan. Be sure to check out Hot Mix Virginia's Facebook page for times and dates. An all-new Northern Neck Sports experience. Northern Neck Sports Talk Live exclusively on Hot Mix Virginia this fall. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan on Hot Mix VA. We welcome you back into Northern Neck Sports Talk Live here on Hot Mix VA, live in the Hot Mix VA studios here in Tappahannock, Virginia. Will Lewis along with Coach Thomas Roan. And what a night tonight we've had. We've had Rappahannock Raiders, a couple of the football team players come in and talk with us. That was fun. That was a very fun interview, by the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very fun. All right. Let's get into this week's previews. Essex at Westmoreland. Northumberland at Rappahannock. Lancaster at Colonial Beach. West Point at King William. King and Queen at Middlesex. We talked about it. So let's see how our predictions will go this week. Uh, predictions for this week. You know, a lot of action going on. Uh, we got Essex versus Westmoreland. Again, last time these two teams faced, um, Westmoreland came over to Essex, beat them on a senior day, 26-0. Uh, and this year, I believe West, well, Essex will redeem themselves and get the win this week. You know, we got too many players over there, over this side that can get the job done. And I think we're just going to overwhelm overwhelm them with the depth that we have and the speed and just the fear of aggression on that team because the team is very aggressive, all of them. Not just one or two players, but every last one of them. And, I mean, I believe they feed 
off of the fans that be at home at our home games. They feed off of the people on the sidelines. Right. They feed off of some of them all are on Facebook and everything. So they feed off of me being on Facebook, running my <laughs> mouth to people, you know, and they just feed off of us because they 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 believe in themselves that they have right. what it what it what it takes to get that ring, you know. And I mean, we've been we've been right there for the last I don't. I don't know how many years, but we just haven't been able to get over that hill. So, I mean, they're, they're a real e- a eager group this year to get the job done. So, I don't see Westside slowing that up. So, I got um, Essex coming away with the win over Westside this weekend. Not just by no 26-0, neither. I'm, I'm, them boys are going to really redeem themselves from last week's loss, you know, because a lot of the seniors that was on that team last year got let down. You know, so right. I think... This group is going to come in wanting to redeem their brothers from last year and just to put a stamp on the Northern Neck for this year, you know. And, yeah, I believe Essex is going to be dominant, but I'm going to go with the underdog (laughs) mentality this week just to see what happens. However, Westmoreland fans need to show up for this game. Mm -hmm. So I am taking Westmoreland by two in overtime. Well, we, we just know he's just betting with his heart right now. He, he's really not thinking that's really going to happen. But we'll see come next week. <laughs> All right. Our game of the week, Northumberland at Rappahannock. Uh, Northumberland and Rappahannock, two teams that match up very well. Um, hard-nosed players on both sides of the ball. Um, players that have been knowing each other for years, you know. So, and both teams, I mean, well, both counters are basically right next to each other. You know, so it's a lot of family on both sides, but ah, uh, that's a hard game to pick, man. You know, because it's it's gonna come down to the coaches calling the right plays. If I if I look at the coaches wise, then you know, Coach West and Brandon Fontenot over there, they've been together a longer time. Right, they've been together for some years, and Coach West been Rappahannock coach as long as I think I've been alive. You know, so I'm gonna go with the. With the um, experience of the group, and I'm gonna go with Rappahannock on this one. And I'm also gonna take Rappahannock by three. Okay. So let's move on to Lancaster at Colonial Beach. Uh, both teams not really in the mix right now as far as playoffs go. So both teams are kind of struggling. Yeah. Um, well, reputation is still on the line, you know. Langston last week, we seen them come out there and they put up 200 and something yards in the air on us. That's the first, that's the first, that's the most yards the team has put on us, I believe, this year. Right. You know, and they don't even have a winning record. I mean, King William didn't even put those many points, I mean, those those yards up on us, you know. So for Langston to be able to do that, it shows that they have potential. You know, as far as Colonia Beach, you you never know because either they got blown out all year or they only scored six points. And, I mean, from what I saw, Langston looks like they have more players on their team mm-hmm. compared to Colonial Beach. Only thing is, is the fans going to show, you know, to support, which I believe that can be a, a big hindrance to a team. You know, if you – I mean, if you if your players turn around and they see maybe 10, 10 fans, that's a, that's a blow to, to – some young kids are trying to put on for your school. So, I mean, still regardless, I, I think Langster has more in the tank 
than Colonial B. So I picked Langston to come away with this and get that second second win. Now maybe I'm right wrong and Colonial Beach can come in and get their first win. But you know, from what Langston showed last week, if they come in with their air attack, they're they're gonna take out Colonial Beach and Colonial Beach will go 0-9 for this week. And I think that this is a tough game to predict. Mm-hmm. I think both Lancaster and Colonial Beach somewhat evenly, evenly matched. Yes. But I'm going to go with Lancaster as well uh, by 10. Okay. We're moving on to West Point at King William. Uh, West Point losing last week, and King William is still fighting with King and Queen trying to get to that number one spot in the Tidewater District. Yes, sir. Um, the good thing about King William and West Point, it's – they're in the same Tidewater district, but, you know, King William is 2A, you know, and West Point is 1A. Uh-huh. So, as far as playoff standards, it really it really doesn't hurt either team. You know, I think West Point will still get into the playoffs, even if they was to lose to um, King William. But, you know, you still want to win every game right. that you play, you know. So, um, King William beat Mechanicsville last week, um, and King Queen beat West Point last week. 30 to 0. So, with King William got some players up there too, man. I mean, the Robinson kid uh-huh. and everything like that. They're a fast team too, and, and they're very physical. You know, I haven't seen West Point play this year, but I know they're like 4 and 4 or something like that. But on the other hand, you know, 2 A school, bigger school, more faster athletes, more aggressive athletes. I think I'm pretty sure King William will walk away with this one. I believe I got King William on this one as well. And then last but not least, King and Queen at Middlesex. Uh, Middlesex, another school that's really struggling, even though they you know, they was able to fill the team this year. They're, they're, they don't have a winning record, you know. So King Queen right now is 6-1. and one. You know, I think they're going to be the top of the Tidewater District, and I don't see um, Middlesex being able to take them out. So I, I got Malik Holmes and them boys taking this week too. All right, real quickly, let's talk about the local college players that is playing in college right now. Uh, seeing you seem like they had a pretty good game over the weekend. Uh, yes, sir. Seeing you, they played, um, who did they play this weekend? William Patterson, another conference game. Um, they won 31-7. to They are now 5-2 and in the conference. I think they are still tied for first place. Um Demarjay Rome for from Essex, he played, he got on a couple snaps, didn't really do too much. He got doubled a lot this week, which he's used to that, you know. But for him being a freshman and getting playing time as a freshman, that's gonna be real good leading up to next year. That's that's basically telling him from the coach that hey, we feel that you can do what you gotta do. So we, you know, they're letting him get in his playing time and everything like that. Um far as other players, we have Marvion Newton, Rasheed Ellis. Emory and Henry, they played Tus- Tusculum this week. Um, they Unfortunately, they lost. Uh, it was 35-9. to nine. Marvion, he's the starting left tackle for Emory and Henry. And Rashid, he's a defensive tackle. He got a tackle in that game. So, I mean, they are now 4-4. Four and four, And you have um, Apprentice Builders down at Newport News. Um, Lawrence Reed from Rappahannock plays there. They beat the team this week 80-0. I ain't, wow. never, I ain't never heard of no college game, whatever, get beat 8-0, you know. Um, Lawrence Reed in that game, he had seven cards for 57 yards. Um, his longest run was 20 yards. He scored two touchdowns in that. I think this is last year, too, so 
you know, the young soldier went down there to get his trade and be able to stick, still be able to play football. So I think that's a real good deal for him. Um, you have, who else do we have? Oh, local talent, um, De- DeMond Claiborne from DeMond King Claiborne. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, plays for Wake Forest. Um, they played Boston College this week. They won 43 to 15, which now puts them at 6 and 1. DeMond had two cards for 33 yards. Um, they played Louisville this Saturday at 3.30. And I mean, I seen the play on Facebook. One of the coaches, his old coaches, showed the mm. clip. And that boy got juice. He still got. He's, yes, he he's does. Still fast as lightning. Looked good out there on the field. So I'm, I'm really excited to see him over the next couple of years with him being able to play. Um, let's see, who else do we got here? Local talent. Adarius Jones of Texas A&M played with Essex High School. They played. Mm-hmm. Um, they they played South Carolina this past weekend. They lost 24 to 30. But again, he's another one of those players that um, got a Division One offer right. back in the day, and is putting it to real good use. I think this is maybe his last year too, so that's real good. Um, we want to shout all you young gentlemen out. Keep on grinding out there, man. Keep doing your thing, being the leaders of the area, and we're gonna um, see y'all when y'all come home. I'm pretty sure we're gonna try to get some of y'all on in here to get some interviews in, and just to share your journey to get to where you're at. And next week, a brand new segment is coming, Going Deep with Coach. We have that next week. Your scores and highlights from the Northern Neck District next week as well. And congratulations one more time to the Rappahannock Raiders cheer squad and the Rappahannock Youth Storm, Rappahannock Storm, for their accomplishments this past week. We will talk to you next week here on Northern Neck Sports Talk Live, right here on Hot Mix VA. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 